0: Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard to another Rope Drop on Deck. I'm Doug McKnight, and I'm here with Michelle McKnight. Michelle, we have been busy at soccer and track and more soccer and band contests, and have you survived the weekend?
1: I guess I'm here today, so, you know, yeah.
0: Technically survival. What was the highlight out of all the different activities over the last week that our kids had? Because it was like every day.
1: The inside band concert or band band contest because it was inside, inside in the cold weather.
0: Yeah. Winter came back this weekend and I don't know why.
1: Yeah. Soccer's not pleasant in Nebraska in the spring.
0: The good news is I'm inside the press box at home games.
1: And I am not.
0: Doing the, the broadcast. I'm in my
1: I'm in my sleeping bag. So if you are a soccer mom or dad, take a sleeping bag to games. It
0: works if you, you know, live in the Midwest. She's I had the sleeping bag all the way up to her chin today. It was it was a thing. If only it had a hood. If only it had a hood. They make those. They do. Yeah. You need the one with armholes. I was told that. I yeah, don't know. That would be weird. Anywho, let's move on to Apple reviews. If you like what you hear so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. That way we get more reviews. We're sitting at 36. Be great to get a few more. But here, we're going to read one. If you leave us a five-star We'll read it on air. So here we go. A must listen for everything cruising exclamation mark five stars by Barb two four six. I got it. Yeah, that one was really hard today. I like it. Thank you, Barb. I've been listening to Rope Drop Radio for a while now and love getting updates on Disney parks. I was so excited that Doug and Michelle started Rope Drop on deck. It's a great listen. Michelle has a ton of great information and Doug's banter keeps it real. Keep up the great work and thanks so much for another great rope drop podcast. That was good. Yeah, because it's obvious, you know, things and I'm just here for sideshow entertainment type stuff. I,
1: it's not the first one that said that. No, so it's I feel like it's very valid.
0: Like basically, I'm the the wind up monkey with the accordion or the, the bass drum thing. that spins in a circle. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Just here. Yeah. For my looks. All right. So leave us a review, right? Right. Good ones. We'll love to read them. Okay. Moving on today, we have a guest because we're going to talk about Royal Caribbean, a trip report. Michelle, take it away.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Today we're having Anthony Markham on. He's a good friend of mine and... Just a side note, but he does my social media on my travel agent social media pages, so Facebook and Instagram. So if you see posts from him throughout the week, it's usually him, and he kind of took it over the last couple weeks. So that was exciting, but I'm excited to hear his thoughts on his latest cruise. Welcome, Anthony.
0: Hey, guys. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it was great how many people this week Thought you were on a cruise. They
1: did. They kept emailing me and saying, I know you're on vacation, but can you help me with this? And I'm like, I'm not actually on vacation, but you know, that's fun. I should have just went with it.
0: You should get back
1: to you in a week, okay, but I yeah.
0: don't. Give me three <laughs> to five days. Yep. So, all right, we're going to go to our word of the day. Everyone's favorite part, I believe. Although no reviews have said that yet, but I'm going to keep saying it. So Anthony, feel free to help out Michelle if she needs it with this one. The word of the day is bridge. The nautical term for bridge.
1: So Webster says the forward part of a ship's superstructure from which the ship is navigated.
0: Sounds pretty accurate, right? I think she crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting a card game or something that gets you over a ravine.
1: I mean, it says nautical on Webster. So like you can do music, nautical. Oh, yeah.
0: Musical bridge.
1: Railroads, billiards, music, dentistry.
0: Yes, yes. Chemistry, physics.
1: I mean, it just goes on.
0: All the bridges. And you got it on so your first I'd try. So I picked
1: the nautical one. Okay. Webster was actually okay today.
0: I wish more cruise lines did bridge tours. Yeah. I understand why they don't. Like, they're, you know, navigating. Have you have ever done one? No, I've never Aww. gotten to. Oh, well, I know. Wow.
1: I have. Have you, Anthony?
0: I have not. No. Oh, sorry. He's going to brag a little, aren't you? <laughs> little All <bit>. right. <laughs> Moving on to our news, our cruise news, brought to you by BackToTheMouse.com. If you want to check out anything about Disney Cruise Line as far as staterooms or cheapest itinerary, least expensive itineraries per night, menus, all that fun stuff, go check out BackToTheMouse.com. All right, kind of a slow week in news, as you will tell by our first news item, a passenger caught a fish off a balcony from a Carnival cruise ship. It's a viral video floating around out there. I'll try to put a link to it in the show notes. But literally, some dude was fishing off like deck seven or eight of a ship and caught a fish. And then posted it on social media. And from the video, you can tell they're in Nassau. and There's a lot to discuss here. One, it's very not legal to fish off of a cruise ship. Can you take a fish... You can take a rod and reel on carnival. It is not on the prohibited items because people will yet. book yet. <laughs> people will book um fishing excursions, right? But this guy didn't book a fishing excursion. He just, you know, went out to the veranda and did it. And so it, it caught a fish, dragged it all the way up there. It like swings into other balconies as it's coming. It's yeah and they think it looks like a buffalo trunk fish if anybody's wondering not sure what they did with it after they got it off the hook
1: nobody's wondering
0: i'm hoping they you can't throw it back from that height it's gonna kill it but you can't also like bring fresh you know flora and Maybe fauna they, onto like, a ship slice it open on the balcony and just grilled it up right there. Sushi I mean, right there right there right <laughs> there yeah i mean sushi right out of the port of nassau <laughs> That's got to be the best. You could tell by their um, sign and sale card that they were wearing on their lanyard that they were first-time Carnival cruisers. And word has come down from Carnival that they are also last-time Carnival (laughs) cruisers as they have been caught and now are on the Banned for Life list from Carnival Cruise Line. I don't know if the cruise lines share their list so that, you know, they don't get to go on any other cruises, but yeah, that's... Yeah, it, they don't know what happened to the fish. It's don't do it. Don't fish off your balcony when you're cruising. You can fish from a pier, you can go buy permits and fish. Anyway, enough about that. All right, a cruise news item we covered months ago was about the port of Juno wanting to limit cruise ship passengers in the upcoming years. The major cruise lines in Juno have reached an agreement where they will be limited to five large vessels in port per day. Thoughts on this, Michelle?
1: That's a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like they limited it too much. I think it could handle six. And they basically said, like, yeah, we're just going to use five at a time.
1: Well, good for them.
0: So it's a a small victory for the people that wanted to limit it. Um, But they'll still have a smaller ship in that sixth berth, I would imagine, right? and they don't define what a large vessel is but and this won't take effect until the 2024 season so that was way back in the beginning of february when we discussed that so
1: so i wonder if people have already booked their 2024 cruises i'm, I'm guessing juno is going to get pushed around some things a, a may
0: maybe get jostled in your itinerary but i bet I bet they can figure it out. We're like, ah, we'll go look at a glacier that day instead of Juno, Or they, they can figure it out. But the ships have gotten bigger. And I think that's what's really impacting Juno is the size of the ships. All right. There's our news brought to you by backtothemouse.com. Now let's get into this trip report, Anthony. Before we start talking about the cruise you were just on, why don't you start with doing some of your cruising backgrounds?
2: Well, this was my fifth Royal Caribbean cruise. Um, my most recent one was 2016, so it had been a little bit. Um, and my first one was way back in 2002, back when you had to tender into Coco Cay. Um, I had done one cruise with Disney Cruise Line back in the fall of 2022.
0: All right, so your last Royal Cruise was in 2016. What ship was that on?
2: So that was on the Navigator of the Seas. Um And actually, this cruise was a mini reunion with that same cruise party. And we were together this year to celebrate someone's birthday.
0: Oh, nice. Celebrations at sea. They're always more exciting. Unless it's a birthday, then you don't actually get a year older, right? Of course. It doesn't count because you're in international waters? No.
1: Yeah. And this cruise, they were also celebrating their anniversary too, right?
2: Yes, it was four years for them this year. Next year when we go on icon <laughs> yeah. it'll be five years
1: okay and and they got sorry beth and gordon they got married on the harmony symphony, symphony they got married on
2: symphony i think
1: symphony yeah they got married on the symphony i bet it so. w-
0: ends with of the seas
1: that's right you were right
2: nailed it winner yes. winner
0: yes. yeah well that's cool so you're already booked for icon huh we are yes thanks to your lovely wife there why aren't we booked for icon michelle
1: I have no idea what our schedule that's Sam senior year. I'm not kids. We have nothing. Oh, yeah.
0: Kids. Yeah. Okay. I'm
1: hoping to get on a preview one. Maybe,
0: maybe, maybe they'll invite rope drop on deck. I highly doubt that. Thanks for the effort. Yep. I
2: think i a social right. media person. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So Anthony, why did you cru- choose this cruise line, this ship and this itinerary?
2: Well, as I mentioned, um, and Michelle mentioned as well, like it covered several things. It covered their anniversary, Gordon's birthday, and it just kind of lined up at a good time of year for everybody. Um, we don't have kids, so we weren't really focused on a spring break trip per se, but there were a lot of kids on that ship.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what ship was it?
2: We were on the Odyssey of the Seas. Um, I believe that's the newest one of the Quantum class, right, Michelle? Yep,
1: it is. Yep.
0: And then, what itinerary did you do?
2: We did the eight night Southern Caribbean. So, our ports of call were Labadee, Dominican Republic, La Romana, uh, Aruba, and Curacao. And then, That's three days at sea.
0: Three days at sea is nice. That's a nice amount of days at sea. It is.
1: Yes. We've never done Southern Caribbean.
0: So, no, we need to. Maybe ICON will take us there. Nope. Okay. No, no, I can't just tell Icon what to do. No,
2: no, what?
1: this was your first time on a quantum class ship, Anthony.
2: Yes, it was. Um, I was re- immediately struck by how sleek and modern everything felt. Um, having just sailed on a Disney ship, the fantasy, a little bit older, um, it immediately felt like I was in something from this decade. very <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. whoops, um, s- sleek, modern it more felt like you were in an upscale hotel in say New York city versus a cruise ship. And I really like that.
0: Yeah. I always seem like it looks like it has more of a Vegas vibe type of thing compared to like the Disney ships, like maybe not so much modern. They
1: have a casino.
0: They do. Okay. Maybe (laughs) that's why I think that you can hear the (laughs) casino going. All right. So you chose the, the ship, the itinerary all kind of based around what worked with your traveling party that sort of stuff but the first impressions was it's modern that sort of thing any other first impressions when you first stepped on the ship
2: although it's a it's a huge ship it didn't feel overwhelming and i was kind of expecting that um, i expected to for it for me to feel lost but the layout was very user-friendly um i had a handle on it within the first day um i really liked the promenade promenade area um that's been redesigned a little bit from what i understand after talking with beth and josh um but it's every space seems to be two to three levels so even though you're enclosed it's still a nice open space for you
1: yeah and like comparing it to navigator so navigator still has the promenade does you just felt that it was like much larger
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Much, much, much more expansive. Yeah. Nice. So what kind of state were room were you in?
2: So I was in the uh, studio balcony um, designed for a solo traveler. Um, Basically you've got a bed and a small chair um, and then your, your normal size bathroom, but the benefit for being a solo traveler, you've got your balcony space. And since my uh, friend Josh was in the, Balcony next door. They opened it up for us, so we had a mega balcony.
0: Oh, nice! Very nice. Yeah, yeah those those rooms f- are. Uh, yeah, how many square feet is that roughly? Neither of you know
1: off the top of my head. No,
0: you couldn't touch two wall like both sides of the walls while you're standing there, though, right? Not that little.
2: You probably had about another eighteen inches past the foot of your bed. Okay, before you got to the wall, so
0: there's enough room to.
1: Did and how did you do? You feel it was. Adequate, or do you feel it was like tiny? How did you think it felt compared to other staterooms?
2: I mean, for me as a solo traveler, it was perfect. And now I can't imagine two people in that space. No, (laughs) but uh, that'd be way too close for comfort. But I I like that Royal does have that option. Um, From what I understand, Norwegian has some solo cabins, but they're interior. So you lose that. Yeah, Yeah, you lose that balcony. Um, I wouldn't. This was perfect for us
0: so what deck were you on
2: we were on deck seven um two up from the promenade area which was nice to go down and grab a drink grab some food um there were f- five elevators maybe 15 feet from my door so oh, nice. it was easy to hop up to decks 14 and 15. so it was easy to get around our ship
0: awesome so you enjoy the amenities of the room the balcony sounds great being able to combine balconies is a really nice it's almost like sharing a a room but not sharing a room at all with somebody then Mm -hmm.
1: that's my kind of sharing maybe (laughs) we'll do that next time doug (laughs) (laughs) i won't have to listen to him
0: (laughs) great thank you we still hang out we'll hang out on the balcony All right. All right. Let's let's move on to the most important thing in cruising. That is food. Any highlights with the the dining on your cruise?
2: Okay, so main dining room gets a lot of knocks. Let's face it. But between myself, Josh and Beth, all all of us who cruise a lot with Royal, they all say that that's the best MDR experience they've ever had. Um, Now, granted, we only went there three nights um we kind of looked ahead and saw what menus we wanted um so we went on the caribbean italian and the mexican nights but we also went to uh brunch in the mdr on one of our sea days it was actually easter so that was a nice little treat for easter Uh, i'm gonna say something bad but i think it was the class of our service in the mdr was just as good as
0: disney so
2: maybe we just had a good sailing
0: i don't know but yeah it was phenomenal Good. Good. So then what specialty dining did you do? Well, you know, Royal does have some that you
2: do pass light upcharge for. Um, And for those, um, we tried Playmakers, of course. Um, Good place to relax. It overlooks the CPLEX area so we could observe some of the events that they were having down there. Um, Definitely recommend the Tuna Poke Nachos there um, if you're into that. Um, We did teppanyaki for Gordon's 49th birthday. That was a nice way to celebrate. Um, uh, We did Giovanni's Italian Kitchen on on a sea day for lunch. um, And doing it for lunch saved us some money. But that was another great experience. I would rank that up with Paolo for me um, on the Disney ships. For ones that we didn't have to upcharge for, um, we also really enjoyed the Solarium Bistro. Yes, you do have to make a reservation for dinner, but there's no additional charge for it. Um, it's another cafeteria-type setting, but it's a lighter menu. So some days when you're kind of from your from your cruise, <laughs> cruise bloat, uh, it's nice to have a, a lighter option. We also really like Cafe 270. It's a grab-and-go location. Um, they do breakfast and lunch options. Um, let's say you, you're going to get off and do a, a shore excursion. It's nice to just run through there instead of the hustle and bustle of the Windjammer. Um, and, of course, who doesn't go to Windjammer? Um, we went there for one dinner, several breakfasts, and lunches. It's the Windjammer. It's a classic. I I like this design of the Windjammer a lot better than the one on the older ships that i had been on. Um, it seems like the Windjammer just... I like how, in this design, everything is centrally located. Um versus if in my my memory with Winjammer it's it seemed much longer. Um the central space seemed to help crowd flow for me.
1: Yeah, the wonder I I found the wonder of this use that I was on in December also was similar to that. So Mm -hmm. when they hit the Odyssey they must have found that everybody liked that and maybe continued on. I don't know, but
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely like that design. So they carried that design over from the Odyssey class into the quantum class and will it be like that on the The Odyssey's
1: not a class.
0: Good point. The Oasis class into the Quantum class.
1: Well, the Oasis, the Wonder was built after the Odyssey. Sorry.
0: Yep. It's very Moving similar. On. I mean,
1: close timeline. Not yeah. not a lot of difference, but yeah, the Odyssey was built before the Wonder.
0: It is where you have different like pods of stuff, kind of different areas. It's not just one long cafeteria line.
1: Right, right but it doesn't stretch the whole... Right, like um, it's broken up in little things. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Any room service or anything like that?
2: We actually didn't do that at all. Yeah, you would think with the balcony we should have, but we didn't. (laughs)
1: You know. Did you sleep in then?
2: You know me. Do I sleep in? No. No. Did Josh (laughs) sleep in? (laughs) Actually, one day he took a really nice midday nap. I was so proud of him.
1: Anthony gets Anthony. Anthony usually texts me at like four thirty a.m. He knows that I'm not going to be up. He's an hour um, difference all the time. Yeah, but sometimes all the time. Sometimes I am, but he doesn't bother me on the busy days when I'm working on releases. Uh, so yeah, okay. yeah. Anyway,
0: anyway, food. It's important. Sounds like he had a great dining experience throughout the whole whole trip, and I I liked how you mentioned like cruise bloat and wanting something lighter because like. I mean you eat like say main dining room every night like after day five you're like I don't know if I want this fancy of food sometimes you just want something a little lighter so that's it's a nice option way to think of that so all right well now that we're full we can move into the ports uh what ports did you go to we we mentioned those earlier yeah. yes I know I know what we, did you do in each? what port? did we do in the ports
2: well in Lavity, um we just basically went to the furthest beach and I'm blanking on the name right now. Help me. Um, something. Beach on it's okay. the furthest beach. Anyway, we got away from the people and laid down basically R- relaxed. Um, our next day we we're in La Romana. Um, and we just got off the ship, walked around the Newport area that they have. Um, it's, it's very nice. Um, I think it's only been open a couple years. Um, yes, but they have nice. a nice, they have a nice pool. Um, with a swim-up bar, if you, if you choose to do that, um, lots of craft vendors, um, but we were only off the ship for about thirty minutes because we decided to go on the North Star, uh, which is free on on port days. Nice, yeah. Um, and doing
1: it, should we talk about yeah, the North Star is, now?
2: Yeah, What is the North yeah. Star the North Star? Well, on this ship, it goes. It's a telescoping tower with um you're in a 360 bubble so you can get some great pictures um from pretty high up this one goes about 300 feet um i'm not sure about the other ships in the class but um it's free on your port days but on sea days there's like a i think like a 20 dollar charge or something like that close to it seems like that should almost be backwards right right
0: I don't know. They must, they know what they're doing though. To I make, mean, Alaska. They're going to make money if to make money, right? If you're in
1: Alaska in a Ooh. quantum ship, you know, and you're mm. at sea, but.
0: Glacier Day, it's expensive. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it looks like the closest thing to dangling off the end of a crane, basically, even though it's not. No. That's just what I feel like.
1: Okay. That's how I okay. feel.
0: <laughs> I'm wrong.
2: Did got you do
1: it. anything else that day or did you just stay on board once you got back on board?
2: Yeah, we just stayed on board. That was a shorter port time, actually, for some reason. Oh, Doug, um, you would be proud. We watched Mandalorian that morning. So, Oh, good. You
0: know. good. <laughs> the the uh, internet is fast enough to stream your Disney Plus. There you go. That is a very valuable tip. <laughs> some ships could not handle that. Huh. So then what was the next port?
2: Um, that was Aruba. And we rented, no, excuse me. We booked a a tour through um, based on recommendations on TripAdvisor and we didn't go through Royal, but we took a open air um, kind of off-road vehicle tour. And we went to Aircock national park, um, which did you guys know that Aruba is mainly like desert?
1: <laughs> I, I didn't
2: th- No. <laughs> yeah. There's more cacti, cacti. Yeah. Cacti on that Island than anything else. It was very unusual. Um and this beach that we went to in the National Park, it was like something you'd see out on the West Coast, like rocky, but you've got that the beautiful crystal blue water. Um, hmm. But also on that tour, we went we went to a limestone cave. Um, again, not something that you think you'd see. Um, and we went to one of the natural springs where if you put your feet in, you can have like a little natural pedicure from little little fish. I
0: shall ah. love that. Nope. We're doing. I'm gonna. We're going to Aruba just so that you can do that. Nope.
2: I agree with you, Michelle. I didn't do it either.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna trick you into it somehow.
2: No. No. Um. But we had one more stop, and that was at Baby Beach, and that was more of like your typical Caribbean beach. You know, flat water, nice gentle slope. We had about that ex- excursion in total was about six and a half hours.
0: Um. So that was that with like one guide, and the guide drove you around the whole time, and.
2: Yep, one guide, and it was our four plus another duo that they, he had picked up from a, a local resort. So. Okay,
0: so semi-private.
2: Yeah, semi-private. cool. Um, yeah, had, had a good yeah. time with that one. And then the next day, we were in Curacao, and we booked um, directly through IRE tours, um, which they do excursions throughout all the islands down there. Um, but we went for their city tour option. Um, we had a wonderful guide that um, took us all throughout the main port there, um, area there, told us about the colonial history, um, took us into some of the art districts. They have some of the most beautiful murals and stuff on walls I've ever seen. Um, mm. And then, of course, you're in Curacao, so you go to a Curacao distillery. <laughs> um, so we had about an hour there. And then we went to Kokomo Beach. Yes, it's a place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we had about an hour there um so all total that was about four and there's that was pretty much all of our excursions um we finished with two sea days so what better way to recover before you have to
0: join the right. real world? Yeah, it's nice to end with the sea days yeah so you're not like hustle and bustle and then out of there yeah right. get off the ship relaxed Which one until you
2: drive fourteen hours in traffic?
0: Well, that was a relaxing show today. Um, (laughs) Which uh, excursion or which island was your favorite?
2: I liked just the novelty. Well, novelty. I like the beauty of Aruba just because that was so unexpected. But I think I like Curacao better because we got some history, we got some beach time, we got. More of your typical Caribbean beauty. And uh, the murals were truly amazing.
0: Nice. A little bit of everything. Yeah. I like it when it's not just beach, snorkel, beach, snorkel. Because beach, we're not beach snorkel. people. We're going to do a beach snorkel, though, this summer. Can't wait. She's excited, folks. Don't, don't no. let the tone of her voice fool you. <laughs> Anywho, let's move on to onboard activities because you spent a lot of time on board really so what do you like to do on the ship for entertainment on board
2: (laughs) well um of course you know you check out the musicians and the different bars and but you would be proud we won two different trivia competitions we won can you guess which two would we win
1: i can't say because i
2: know i I know you know
0: but (laughs) let me see 90s music trivia no um Theme song, TV theme song trivia. Okay, never mind. Disney <laughs> and Star Wars. Oh, I didn't. They do Disney. Yeah, Disney they Brothers? do. If they did it on the our royal sailing. We would have gone to and that. That was and during COVID. Uh, was we got that did one did in it? a tiebreaker too. <laughs> yeah, what was the tiebreaker question?
2: Okay, um who composed? uh oh, Excuse me, who did the songs for Brother Bear?
0: Oh, Phil oh. Collins, yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: see there you go.
1: Yeah. That's a tune trivia one all the time. All the
0: time. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, he did two songs for Disney and it's funny, our kids like you can hear it's hard to tell which movie you're you're listening to. So uh mm-hmm. oh, good old Phil. Well that's cool. Some trivia. What else? Uh, you do any towel folding classes?
2: Uh no. Um we did do <laughs> Sorry. We did do uh one of the meet and greets with the entertainment staff just because they were so impressive with some of the shows that they had done. So we wanted to meet some of those guys. Um we took a part in a couple of activities at the CPlex. Um have you ever experienced that CPlex space? It's so cool how they can do so many things with one area. Um, like in your morning most of your mornings they'll have like in, informal things like pickleball. Um, basketball, it'll be open for that. But then one day we did laser tag. <laughs> you could do bumper cars. Um, and then in the evenings, they actually use that venue for, for some of your classic, um, more adult activities, like the Quest, you know, the, the Royal Caribbean game mm-hmm. show for adults. So that was a very cool space. Um, I Good think your see kids you actually me. would really like that. Like
0: they make good use of it, it seems it's
1: I, that's what the Disney Wish was going for with their indoor basketball inflatable slash, in yeah it. they
0: yeah here's a bounce house, guys, yeah, they need Actually, to I think at one point they had that too, but I didn't do that, <laughs> but that wasn't their lead on a social media press release at one time <laughs> while developing the ship. We're gonna have a bounce house well, my bad It's an obstacle course mmm. Yeah.
1: uh What about pools? Did you partake in any of the pools?
2: Um didn't didn't spend a lot of time on the main deck, except for we did watch Lightyear in in the movie screen pool. Um we spent most of our time in the solarium, the adults only area. Um instead of what I was accustomed to from the fantasy where it's one pool. Um, this is a tiered um it almost looks more like a waterfall if you step back away from it, but it's a system of four pools that probably go down the equivalent of two decks. Um, then you've got some uh, water loungers. You've got four hot tubs, all enclosed in glass, so you didn't have to deal with the the as much harm from the UV rays. It was a nice. great space.
0: So he's more on Team Lauren on the, the solarium, <laughs> right? Was... Yeah, Lauren
1: likes to relax. I'm not a relaxer, so the solarium just annoys me
0: wow okay that issues we had eight
1: days though
0: come on she's still it wouldn't yeah. matter we we're on a nine-day yeah. cruise and i'm not sure she sat down true. that's true. I, there was one time I, i'm just gonna sit and watch a movie by the pool and you're like why what huh <laughs> like and then i get guilted or shamed into not relaxing
1: well i'm glad you got some relaxing in yes. this
0: Just don't cruise with michelle she'll make you work so um let's move on to the evening entertainment you mentioned the the stage show folks they were good so what did you see well of course
2: they have a comedian um but they have two fixed shows um they have the effectors which is almost like a made-up comic book superhero squad and they sing like pop covers it's pretty technologically impressive i will say that um like where else do you have flying drones in a show um so that part was cool you know i'm a bit of a broadway snob so if your voices aren't it i'm not gonna love it so (laughs) i'm gonna be (laughs) honest that was not my favorite but they have a show they call the book in the 270 um arena and it was something straight out of vegas Um, You've got live singers, live instrumentalists, you've got aerialists, you've got contortionists, you've got a 270 12K screen that uh, is displaying images, but then you have six uh, KUKA arms that are holding digital displays that are moving around like... I, I can't describe it i saw that show three times <laughs>
0: <laughs> over the week arms with this displays moving around on a stage show that's something yeah yeah i'm sure we have listeners like what is a kuka arm so oh, a kuka arm is basically like if you see video of a assembly line of cars and the robotic arms that put together the cars that's basically a kuka arm Kuka is the the brand that makes all those robots for assembly lines and for theme park rides so like some of all thrills that was at epcot uh, one of the harry potter rides it's their ride vehicle i think forbidden journey um so yeah. that's what a Kuka arm is and coming to a stage near you i've done that. that's awesome yeah. Oh, yeah that's pretty cool so and so that was a mix like what kind of music were they was it like one type of genre or all over the place
2: uh, they did everything from bollywood to like 1940s jazz style stuff to intercut like mashups like little little bits of Katy perry and adele and I, it's just mind-blowing and that That's there's some really quality performers in that in that piece
1: did you go to any was there any comedians on board or anything like that?
2: There were a couple but I didn't I didn't really care to go into to any of those.
0: Yeah.
2: We went out. to a couple of the lounges and heard some of the live musicians and those they were all really talented. But that's your pretty standard cruise. Cruise fare. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all right. Any other highlights from the cruise that you want to mention? Um just
2: it was such a good occasion to see people like I hadn't seen him forever you know and it was good to be back in the royal caribbean sphere like disney was fun but royals were what feels right for me as a cruiser
0: so that kind of answers the the question of how royal the royal experience ranks so to speak like this cruise ranking amongst your other cruises i'm gonna say
2: 10 lifeboats out of 10.
0: <laughs> ten lifeboats out of
2: ten.
0: <laughs> so great cruise, and uh, you're ready to go again, basically, huh?
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, this time next year, I'll be on a ship. Yep. Yeah. I'll be on a ship.
0: Is that the icon? Year.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll have you on again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll probably be shivering at a soccer game and not on the icon.
1: Nope. <sighs> Too close to
0: graduation. Kids. Darn kids. Anywho. All right, Michelle. Any other questions for Anthony? I don't think so. Covered it all, huh?
1: Yeah, and I mean, if if we're gonna cover some of the pictures from his cruise on our social media for rope drop on deck, but if we don't cover everything, obviously, then you can just go to mine at Rope Drop Queen on Facebook and Instagram, and you can see all his amazing pictures because he's a really good photographer too. So this that just kind of adds to the whole experience. When you
0: say a good photographer too, you mean like? Doug and Anthony are both great photographers. Nope. Uh, nope.
1: No, you don't belong in any conversation there. No. <laughs>
0: hey, now. So then you're saying yourself, you're a good photographer. Is
1: I'm, that the I'm two? I'm decent. The... I'll say I'm decent.
0: Okay. That, if you're just decent. What does that make me? Not a photographer. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Well, before we get to the last part, I, I got another question. So, we never really mentioned where you cruised out of.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We cruised out of Fort Lauderdale, which if you guys remember, it had some really bad weather.
0: <laughs> yeah, was your car parked on the main? Like, how's that?
2: Um, Yeah, I was like, is my car going to even crank? But um, I guess actually the Port Everglades stayed open the whole time. So they wow. they handle water better. Shocker than uh, <laughs> an airport. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I was worried about you because I was like, oh no, Anthony drove and I'm seeing these cars floating. And I was like, but I didn't want to mention it to you on the cruise because I was like, <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: So. so your car was okay. Everything was all right. It was good. Yes. Well, that's good. How was the uh, embarkation? Like you parked, how was it going from parking to getting on the ship and sailing? Um,
2: getting on, it was easy. It parked and I was back in the terminal within five minutes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. The lot is super close for that particular um uh what's the right word? Not the terminal? Yes, thank you. It, it was super close for terminal eighteen. Um and getting off the ship again, like basically walked right off. I was off by seven oh five that day. Oh, I, I rope drop. Disembarkation. <laughs> Excellent. To
1: drive
0: home. <laughs> mm,
2: let's not talk about that again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So awesome. I love how good the cruise lines are at moving people on and off the ship. I mean, you'll hear people complain about a line every now and then, but considering how many thousands of people they're moving, that's really impressive. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for the... Virtual Mustard Drill. Nobody said that with me. Michelle, you're supposed to say that with me. No, our
1: listeners know I'm not going to say it with you. Well, I'm going to keep I, trying I to get you. the memo to say
0: it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, Anthony, it's time for the Virtual Mustard Drill. Hopefully you enjoyed your actual Virtual Mustard Drill on your cruise. I did. So this is where you answer with your favorite, you know, cruise line ship, that sort of stuff that is scored. The points do count, but they don't actually score for anything. Are you ready? I am Ready? All right, take it away, Michelle.
1: All right, favorite cruise line?
0: Oh, Royal Caribbean.
1: <laughs> favorite <laughs> ship?
2: Odyssey of the Seas.
1: <laughs> Onboard activity?
2: um, I think maybe the North Star, actually.
1: Favorite port?
2: Favorite port. Um, ooh, I'm going to zig. Let's go St. Thomas.
1: Ooh, nice. nice. Favorite nice. shore excursion?
2: Um... Let's go. Oh, and I just blank on the name—the falls that you hike up in Jamaica. Dunmouth,
0: Dunn, Dun
1: Dunn River. Dun River, Dunmouth, Dun River, Dun River Falls.
2: Yes, yes, yes. That was more with like a personal. With the name of
0: the port there. Half of that's the name what of my it. problem was. Falmouth, Falmouth, Dunmouth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> um,
1: favorite show on board.
2: Um, if it's from the fantasy, I'll have to go with the Frozen show. If it's odyssey of the seas i'm gonna have to go with the book nice favorite yes.
1: cruise you've taken
2: um it's, it's gonna have to be this one again yep
1: <laughs> we get that a lot with this
0: it's yeah. always the most recent it seems mm-hmm.
1: itineraries you'd like to do again
2: i had it oh, and i can't remember the exact order um this is one of my early ones we did key west and coco K. And I can't remember the other place we went. But I just really want to go back to Key West. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: yeah. it's so much cheaper to go on a cruise ship than just to go and stay there. The, right. f- the hotels are just so expensive there. Anyway, um, favorite snack on a ship?
2: Um, Do poke nachos count?
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think anything from Playmakers, <laughs> Playmakers yeah. counts as okay. a snack. Yeah. The Sweet. Tower of Onion Rings, that that dessert that they had, was it All a the s'mores? Oh, s'mores oh that's See, we didn't get that you failed you have to go again (laughs) i am
2: (laughs) Uh, favorite dessert favorite dessert um okay i'm gonna go go back to disney and i'm gonna say the whole remy dessert experience Mm.
1: um that's Um. like cheating i think i'm just just (laughs) kidding just kidding (laughs) favorite favorite drink
2: um the rum old-fashioned i had several of those
1: Okay. And then a bucket list, list cruise you want to
2: take. Okay, so this is actually how I met you, kind of. Remember that Hawaii cruise that I had to cancel?
1: <laughs> when one of was it one of your knees?
2: Oh, yeah, one when of my you knees sundries, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was a 14-day like Hawaiian Islands and then repositioning cruise.
1: <sighs> yes. Oh. Yes.
2: Y- yeah. I got to make that happen again.
0: Nice. All right, and that concludes the virtual mustard drill. Once again, you didn't say it with I'm me. I'm not
2: getting it. That's you.
0: All right. Well, anyway, thank you for playing along there. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media?
2: Um, I'm active on obviously Michelle's, uh, rope drop queen account, <laughs> but I'm also active at a train 74 on Instagram.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, that wraps us up for this trip report on Royal Caribbean. Um, Please check us out on social media. We are at rope drop on deck on all the things except TikTok. Not on TikTok. Yeah, but we'll be on there. Michelle will be posting pictures on there this week. So if you don't see anything posted, it's because she didn't do it, not me. On TikTok? No, on all the things, <laughs> all the other things.
1: Oh, yes. Doug, Anthony does not run our rope drop on deck um, social media. That's Doug. So it's
0: been bad lately. It
1: has, but this week it will be me.
0: It'll be it'll be much better this week. Yes. So, all right. Go check us out online. Go find Anthony online. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Anthony.
2: Thank you, guys. It was good to catch up. Yeah, all it right. was great to have you.
0: Yep. So for Michelle, I'm Doug. This has been another Rope Drop on...